If you feel like your business is drowning in inefficiencies, it might be time to decode the problem and break it down by the numbers. Let's start with 37,000. That's the vast community of business owners who've embraced NetSuite. 25, that's the number of years that NetSuite has been revolutionizing financial workflows and accelerating success. Which brings us to one. NetSuite offers tailored solutions, all consolidated within one streamlined platform. Unlock the power of NetSuite today. Download our acclaimed KPI checklist for free. Just head to netsuite.com slash cbs. That's netsuite.com slash cbs. Breaking news, an FDA panel recommends Moderna boosters for millions of Americans. The first step towards authorization. Well, tonight, we've got all the new details. If you're one of the nearly 70 million Americans who got a Moderna vaccine, the news about who experts think should get a booster and the difference between this shot and your last one. Plus, could mixing and matching your COVID booster give you better protection? Trump called to testify why a judge says the former president needs to answer questions under oath over a violent confrontation outside Trump Tower. Plus, contempt of Congress could Steve Bannon face criminal charges for not cooperating in the Capitol riot investigation. Workers on strike. Thousands of Americans walk the picket lines. What employees at companies like John Deere and Kellogg's are fighting for? Mental health concerns. Parents, students, and teachers rally as colleges grapple with suicides on campus. CBS News In-Depth. Delivery workers kept America's largest city fed during the lockdown, but they're increasingly targeted for assault and robbery. How they're banding together to stop the violence. Promise of help. After our CBS News report on lead water contamination in Michigan aired, the news tonight about how officials are vowing to fix the problem. And she's the best in the business. Meet the top athlete in a fast-growing sport. This is the city of Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us. We're going to get to that news about Moderna's booster shots in just a moment. But first, there's breaking news involving former President Donald Trump. We've learned he will give a deposition next Monday in a lawsuit filed by protesters who claim Trump's security roughed them up in 2015. In a separate development, former Trump advisor Steve Bannon is defying a subpoena in the Capitol riot investigation, and he could face criminal charges. We get more now from CBS's Nicole Killian. Former White House chief strategist Steve Bannon was a no-show on Capitol Hill today, skipping his scheduled deposition before the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th attack. As much as they hate Trump, as much as they hate me, as much as they hate all these other folks, they fear you. But just a day earlier, Bannon addressed this Virginia rally. I pledge allegiance to the flag. Where supporters pledged allegiance to a flag that was allegedly carried during the riot. Bannon was urged not to cooperate by former President Trump, and in a letter obtained by CBS News, Bannon's attorney said, until the committee reaches an agreement with the former president over the scope of executive privilege, Mr. Bannon will not be producing documents or testifying. It's more of the same that we saw during the last four years, so when... Uh, the former president played rope-a-dope in the courts. Congressman Adam Schiff sits on the panel, which plans to refer Bannon for criminal contempt. He said anyone else who defies subpoenas could face similar consequences. What types of penalties do you want these individuals to face? Whatever penalties are necessary to ensure compliance. Does that mean jail time? 
Depends on the person, but it could be jail time, yes. Bannon was in close contact with the former president in the days leading up to January 6th. Warning, all hell would break loose. Mr. Trump said in a statement tonight, the January 6th unselect committee should hold themselves in criminal contempt. The select committee will vote next week to move forward with holding Mr. Bannon in criminal contempt, but the full proceedings could drag on for a while. CBS News has learned the depositions for three other former top Trump officials have been postponed. Nora? Nicole Killian, thank you. Well, tonight, more than 10,000 workers at John Deere are out on strike. It's the first strike there in more than three decades. And we may see more high-profile strikes as unions up their demands. CBS's Charlie DeMar reports from a John Deere factory in Illinois. These John Deere workers say they plan to pick it around the clock. After negotiations with the agricultural equipment giant broke down over a new labor contract that would have increased salaries for some workers by 6%. Carrie Borman has worked for the company for 15 years. Really doing what we needed to do, um, standing up for ourselves, standing our ground. The walkout comes as the company is forecasting its best earnings ever. The strike is just the latest example of workers flexing their muscle. The union representing 60,000 Hollywood crew members say they will go on strike as soon as Monday, which could halt most entertainment production. Livable hours, benefits, like it's the bare minimum that they're asking for. And workers are pushing back. At Kellogg, they're in the second week of their strike. This week, the Labor Department released data showing a record 4.3 million workers quit their jobs in August, nearly 3% of the workforce. With more than 10 million job openings across the country, former U.S. Labor Secretary Robert Reich says workers are emboldened. Employers are feeling the muscle that American workers are now flexing. Employers have got to pay more and provide better working conditions, and they are getting the message. Do you think that's you know plays into this that sort of the power has shifted to the absolutely. employees? Absolutely. I think it's time that we can tell them what we want. This is the first time in 35 years that workers here at John Deere have walked off the job. The company says they are working day and night to try and bring an end to this strike. Nora? Charlie Damar, thank you. And that worker shortage that Charlie mentioned is becoming a huge factor in the supply chain bottleneck. There's actually not enough truck drivers to clear up the backlog at the ports. So CBS's Carter Evans takes a closer look tonight. For every available truck at the ports of L.A. and Long Beach, there are more than 13 truck loads waiting to be picked up. How bad is the truck driver shortage. It is a serious issue. Long Beach Port Director Mario Cordero says he expects the new deal with the Biden administration to keep ports open 24-7 will help speed up long waits. If a truck driver shows up at 5 in the morning, you're not going to wait two hours to get into the terminal. That's good news for Ron Bodnar, who has big dreams for a new job driving a big rig. What made you make the decision right now? The money, kind of. Most of the nation's goods are transported by truck. Drivers are in demand, and they're commanding higher salaries, up 25% since 2019. In a couple of years, I'd like to hit the six figures. So there's a lot of interest in your driving school right now? Yes. But Harbor Trucking School owner Luis Franco says none of his drivers could get licenses for months when the pandemic hit because the Department of Motor Vehicles shut down. And even now, it can take months to get an appointment. The DMV um, needs to make it a priority in order for them to get out there on the road and start making money. Right now, it's about putting products back on store shelves. I think there are cost issues, uh, particularly when you talk about labor costs, 
for the third shift. On the other hand, what is the cost of doing nothing? We now see what that is. Well, the Long Beach Port Director tells me he hopes to see this 24-hour schedule up and running at all terminals by next week. But none of this will work without more truckers. Even before the pandemic, the industry was short 60,000 drivers. Nora? Wow, Carter Evans, thank you. We want to turn now to that important news tonight for nearly 40% of fully vaccinated Americans, those who got the Moderna COVID shot. A panel of advisors to the FDA has voted unanimously to recommend half-dose Moderna boosters for seniors, adults with health problems or jobs, and living situations that increase their risk of getting COVID. All right, now, if the FDA and the CDC greenlight the Moderna boosters, those shots could start being given out as early as the end of next week. The FDA advisors are meeting tomorrow to discuss the proposed Johnson & Johnson booster. President Biden today was urging unvaccinated Americans to get their shots. And there's some good news. The president says since the start of September, daily infections and hospitalizations are down dramatically. CBS's Benea Vrial reports from Dallas tonight. And good evening, Maria. This is big news. It really is big news tonight, uh, Nora. Good evening. So right now we know that advisors to the FDA said part of the reason why they decided to recommend the boosters was because of the shortage of health care workers. They basically said we can't afford to have them get sick, get infected, and stay home when there is this dire need. Now we do understand the FDA advisory committee voted unanimously today to greenlight the Moderna booster. The recommendation applies to people 65 and older and adults who are high risk, young adults, because of underlying health conditions or where they work. Now, those who are eligible will receive a half dose at least six months after their second shot. Experts basically telling us that right now it does look like the Moderna is more robust in comparison to the Pfizer vaccine. Now, meanwhile, there is a study out by the National Institutes of Health that has not yet been peer reviewed, but says that mixing and matching of the vaccines is actually safe for a booster shot. Now, we do understand the panel will be discussing the J&J &J vaccine tomorrow. After the FDA officially authorizes all of this, the booster recommendation will then be refocused to the FDA, the CDC, that is. And the CDC will meet late next week. So right now, the earliest that Americans could potentially get these boosters will likely be next Friday. Nora? Many people watching that very closely. Maria Vidal, thank you so much. Well, it has been an emotional week on the campus of UNC Chapel Hill. The chancellor says the university, like so many others, is in the midst of a mental health crisis. Several UNC students have recently taken their own lives or tried to. CBS's Manuel Bohorkas reports from the campus. Parents gathered on the campus of UNC Chapel Hill today to offer hugs, treats, and messages of support. I want to be with those students and tell them, hey, it really, really, really will get better. I promise. It's the latest effort to increase mental health awareness after two students died by suicide and two others attempted suicide in recent weeks. The university's chancellor canceled classes Tuesday so students could observe a wellness day, saying in part, we are in the middle of a mental health crisis, both on our campus and across our nation. Seniors Sanam Shah and Claire Landis are part of a campus counseling group called Peer to Peer. I think, you know, the past 18 months we've had COVID on top of everything else. Um, college is a super hard time, just socially, academically, financially for a lot of people. Suicide is the second leading cause of death among the college age population. And from 2019 to 2020, one report found nearly 37 who had received mental health services had seriously considered suicide. 
This is a major societal issue. It's a mental health tsunami, and it's, this is our kids. Dr. Samantha Meltzer Brody chairs the university's psychiatry department. I mean, mental health's been stigmatized for so long. People suffered in silence. Students are talking about this here, there, and everywhere loudly and supporting each other, that we need to do right by them and respond to what they're saying. The student counselors we spoke with say they have noticed an uptick in the number of people reaching out to talk in the last several days. The university plans to host a summit to discuss ways to keep this conversation going beyond just this week. Nora? I'm glad to hear that conversation is going to continue. Manuel Bohorquez, thank you. In the worst of the pandemic, with New York City on lockdown, an army of 65,000 delivery workers on bikes kept the city fed, often risking their own lives. CBS's Maurice Dubois takes an in-depth look at the service these workers perform and how they're banding together to stay safe. So this is a really dangerous spot. It's really dangerous spot. The perfect spot for an attack on food delivery workers. A dark, isolated stretch along the Willis Avenue Bridge connecting Manhattan and the Bronx. It is where thieves ambushed this man, beat his face, and made off with his livelihood. A $2,000 electric bike. They beat me out. They beat me out, yes. With a chain or whatever they have. He has bleeding on this part and the forehead, sir. It's happened dozens of times in recent months, and Sergio Solano and Juan Tapia are out to stop it. We don't want to fight with anybody. We just protect ourselves. The delivery boys, as they're known, patrol this area after their shifts, helping delivery workers cross the bridge safely. During the pandemic, delivery workers, often making below minimum wage, have been outside facing extreme weather, hazardous streets, including deadly hit and runs like this one, and the constant threat of robbery. These delivery workers were assaulted when they tried to stop the theft of a bike. You worry about getting hurt? Yes. 26-year-old Sheikh Mohammed, an immigrant from Mali, has been a delivery worker for two years. We met up with Mohammed at this bike repair shop, a refuge for dozens of these essential workers. You've been hit by cars? Yes. By taxis? Yes. Um, you've had your bike stolen? Mm-hmm. Every day I'm worried something is, can happen to me on the street. In a recent survey, 54% of delivery workers, many of them immigrants, reported being robbed. And 30% said they were assaulted during the robbery. So why is it important for you to be here every night? It's important for me. I protect my guys. I protect my people. The delivery boys communicate in real time over apps, sending alerts whenever someone is in trouble. You get there and then what? So when they see those guys all together, they can't do anything. Strength in numbers. Yes. Did you feel like maybe you could get shot? You could get yes. cut? Last week, uh, we have a guy who got shot just because they want to take his bike. This year alone, 10 delivery workers have been killed on the job. These deaths were the last straw for the delivery boys. They started protesting and lobbying city officials. Last month, New York City passed measures to improve working conditions and set minimum pay. But it's hard to legislate safety. If there was nobody protecting this bridge like you are, what would happen? They're coming back. They'd come right back? Yes. That's going to happen. So you have to stay? We have to stay. Maurice Dubois, CBS News, New York. 
All right, and we have an update tonight on lead contamination in the water supply in Benton Harbor, Michigan. Well, following our report last night, state and local officials are promising to replace the city's lead pipes in 18 months instead of five years. Residents of the predominantly black city are now using bottled water for cooking and drinking. Groups that have complained for years about the problem tell us they are relieved that officials are finally taking some action. I guess they were watching CBS. Have you ever covered a carpet stain with a rug, ignored a leaky faucet, pretended your half-painted living room is supposed to look like that? Well, you're not alone. We've all got unfinished home projects, but there's an easier way. When you download Thumbtack, it's easier to care for your home from top to bottom. Pull out your phone and in just a few taps, you can search, chat, and book highly rated pros right in your neighborhood. Plus, you'll know what to tackle next because Thumbtack is the app that shows you what to do, who to hire, and when. So say goodbye to all those unfinished home projects. And say hello to caring for your home the easier way. Download Thumbtack and start a project today. There's breaking news in a notorious murder case. New York real estate heir Robert Durst has been sentenced to life in prison with no chance of parole for the murder of his best friend more than two decades ago. Prosecutors say Durst, who's now 78 years old, wanted to silence Susan Berman to prevent her from incriminating him in the disappearance of his wife. Also this, disgraced lawyer Alex Murdaugh was arrested in Florida today for allegedly withholding millions of dollars in life insurance money from his dead housekeeper's family. Murdaugh was previously accused of hiring a drug dealer to kill him in an alleged insurance scheme. He's also a person of interest in the murders of his wife and son in South Carolina. All right, tonight, Butterball is recalling more than 14,000 pounds of raw ground turkey that could be contaminated with plastic. The recall includes two and a half pound packages of farm to family Butterball all natural ground turkey with a sell or freeze by date of October 18th. And three pound packages of Kroger ground turkey with a sell or freeze by date of October 17th. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got rocket money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year, with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. In honor of Hispanic Heritage Month, we're highlighting one of Mexico's favorite sports that's beginning to catch on here in the U.S. And CBS's Lilia Luciano introduces us to one of its top athletes. The Escaramuza has been a part of charreria, Mexico's national sport, for almost 70 years, and of Paola Pimienta's family for generations. This is how we ride. Um, both of our legs go to the left in this. It's an all-female synchronized horse riding event, a tradition that remains intact from the side saddle to the handmade dresses. To see them do it was incredible, and that's when I really wanted to do it. Born in the U.S., Pimienta was often shy about her Mexican heritage, but she overcame that when she decided to pursue the sport. What really drove me was when I had a cousin of mine 
tell me you're never going to be in Escaramusa because you're American. <laughs> when she was 11, she started training herself on a horse her dad brought from Mexico. And this year, the 21-year-old was crowned the U.S. National Escaramusa Ambassador. What would you tell little girls who are growing up in the States with Hispanic heritage? Don't be ashamed of who you are. Be proud of where we come from because we are such a beautiful community. Little may have changed in the sport, but Pimienta hopes she changes attitudes for the next generation. Lilia Luciano, CBS News, Buckley, Washington. I'd like to see more of that sport. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Tomorrow, what's a former top FBI official doing behind the wheel of a school bus? Find out when CBS's Steve Hartman goes on the road. And if you can't watch this live, don't forget to set your DVR so you can watch us later. And that's tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in our nation's capital. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Good night. Hey, it's Matt Norlander with the CBS Sports Eye on College Basketball podcast, and it is tournament time, people. So listen to the one podcast that will cover every upset, Cinderella, Bracket Buster Sleeper. We've got it all covered, every round, reaction shows, all the way up through the championship game in Glendale, Arizona. To find us, search Ion College Basketball Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.